Ladies and gentlemen, around the world, this is Gavina T.K. Kirkland. You're listening to the T.K. Kirkland Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the T.K. Kirkland Show. T to the motherfucking K. Like I always tell you, I come, come, across, I come across on the most phenomenal people in the world. And I always try to share their stories so that other people don't make the same mistakes. This young lady right here is an um, amazing person. Um, we've been talking off and on for years. And I wanted to share her story about... Um, her college days and um, young ladies who get ready to go to college and feel rebellious towards the parents. So this is for the parents to listen as well so you know how to be considered of your children and et cetera. And we'll get into the other stuff. So how are you, babe? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I hope you uh-huh. are. So first question I want to ask you, who you got in the game today? Um, it's Kansas City. Well, Sorry, I don't even know. It's Kansas City and Tampa. I know who it is. Um, well, I think, well, I don't know. I like to go for the underdogs, so whoever that mm-hmm. is. Okay, um, I normally say I go for whoever wins, whoever wins. But I think on this one, for the record, because this, be this comes out um, later today, um, I'm going with Tom Brady. And the only okay. reason why, because I learned the hard way, I bet it against them in the Super Bowl when they played Houston. And okay. I lost. So I said I would never bet against him again, and I'm, I'm going to stick to that. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested about the game. I'm excited about the game. So I want to remember we was talking about your college days and um, pretty much how you pretty much got – and um, I call it the whole days. But I wanted to know – you know, because, you know, on Vlad TV not too long ago about Lori Harvey, they asked me what did I think about um, Lori Harvey – taking those different celebrities, I said the only thing that was wrong with her situation was that it was on social media and all her business is being um, aired out. But I think women Mm -hmm. in their 20s should explore life even more before they have children. And when you discuss that, how do you feel about that? Um, I agree. Your 20s should be a time of exploration. Um, there is a right and a wrong way to do that. So mm-hmm. I think you have to be disciplined um, in the decisions you make. Um, I think it's unfortunate for Lori Harvey because she is a public figure because she's really not doing anything any different than the average woman, I believe, right. does. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, she's in a business where her business is put on front street for everybody to see, so that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't have any babies. She's still making money, living her life. She's still doing her thing. So I don't see anything wrong with it. Right. Now, if you all. could do it over again, would you have gone that path a little, a little bit more? Because I think you had kids in your 20s. I did. If I could do it differently, yeah, my 20s were shot. I was pregnant at 20. Right. Wow, at so, 20? At 20. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Damn. So I, yeah, I spent my twenties raising children, and yes, if I could go back and do it all over again, I would have definitely waited. I'm not gonna say waited. Okay, let me take that back. 
maybe not waited to have sex, but I just mm-hmm. would have done it differently and been more responsible. Right, right. Because in, in your you 20s, it's the time to fuck, but you got to use the condoms, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Mm-hmm. And you don't need to be falling in love and and because... Anybody that I messed with in my college days, they're just mm-hmm. so irrelevant now. They're not even a part of my life. You right, know what I mean? Right. So it's mm-hmm. like you just should be careful with who you allow into your life because you could end up with a permanent, <laughs> a permanent right. situation in the form of a child depending on who you spend your time with. So. Mm-hmm. And you've got to yeah. know who you are, meaning if you can get digmatized, Right? Mm-hmm. You can get dick with time. You shouldn't be fucking that much because it can change the game and fall in love with the wrong people too soon. Exactly. And you know? mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not blaming my parents because they, they raised me the best way they knew how. And I grew up in a traditional two-parent household with... Right. According to society, it's like the perfect formula for good beginnings. You know what I mean? Right. Not both parents mm-hmm. there. I grew up in a very strict house, but I wish that my parents would have talked to me more. They okay, about life and sex, et cetera, right? Right. Just mm-hmm. make instead of they were very hard and fast with their teachings. Like it was just only one way. Like very religious based. Like no sex before marriage. And that was the only discussion about sex. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they ever thought about the fact that I would leave the house at some point. Because I'm not saying the things that they didn't teach me didn't instill, like, values in me, gave me a sense of conscience, because that's very important for you to have a conscience mm-hmm. and you to have character. But even though we want to mold our children to do things the way we want them to do, they're going to grow up and develop their own personality, and they're going to have their own mind. And you have to get to know your child for who they are. Right. You know what I mean? And you have to help them find themselves, because if you set them out in this world for someone else to help them find themselves, <laughs> it can mm. go up. You I know like what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Communication, I think, is super important because I wouldn't have been, I was too curious. The unknown breeded curiosity. Right. And so I just wish they would have talked to me more about the reality of it because the world is not waiting until marriage to have sex. (laughs) Right, that is so true. You know what I mean? So it was important and, for me to know that other side of things. And what people need to know is something that you hear said, and I want to make sure I give you credit for it, is that sex makes babies, not love. Oh, absolutely. Now explain absolutely. that a little bit more as well. Well, that's the thing. That was that came about um, based on a conversation I had with my mother because, mm-hmm. of course, when I got pregnant, my parents were like, well, you need to get married. Mm-hmm. You have a baby. You have to get married. We're not having any children out of wedlock. And the same thing was done to my brother many, many years prior. He had got a woman pregnant, and my dad made him marry her, bought the rings and everything. They got married in our living room. He got the priest mm-hmm. to come to the house. Like, That's a funny wedding. Did he yeah. cry? <laughs> oh, did my brother cry? Yeah. 
Um, he didn't cry. His his wife did. Okay, well, do you think she was crying because she was happy, or crying that she didn't want to marry the nigga? I think she was crying because she knew the reason why they were getting married. My brother didn't like ask her to marry him in a romantic type way. Okay. <laughs> and my dad was kind of really rough around the edges. He wasn't the softest man, so right. Um, it wasn't. To both of them, the conversation was, y'all are getting married because you're having a baby. Okay. And they were they were literally just dating. There was no love involved. Wow. So, now, did they grow to love each other? Or are they still together? They are, actually. That is mm-hmm. what, and my brother told me, you know, current day, that he was not in love with her when he married her, but he did grow to love her. And they amassed a huge family. They have grandchildren. So that situation ended up okay. Um, Of course, there's rumors. Yeah, there's there's rumors that they they have some real issues in their marriage, but I don't don't really know factually if that's the case. And and I think in all marriages, it it is some type of... um, Rumors, you know, nothing is truly perfect. Right, right. You know, and if it is, is then something's wrong with it. It can't be perfect. Right, right, right. And that's why they always say that the old heads, the legendary mothers and fathers, always say you have to work through it. Right, right. You know, which I think is some rough shit when you hear the word "work through it." That means you got to pretend and ignore and forget. Compromise is the biggest thing. Like, yes. Uh-huh. Um, but going back to the sex with babies, sex makes love, not babies. Uh-huh. So, yeah, I'm sorry. Sex makes love does sex not make makes babies. babies. Sex makes love babies. Love don't make it right. 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 Going back to that, that conversation came about because my mom and them were pressuring me to get married and fast forward when they realized how terrible of a relationship I was in my mom, I had a conversation, like a heart-to-heart with her. And I was like, yeah, I never wanted to marry him, Mom. And she was like, well, I'm glad you didn't. She was like, I didn't realize he was such a bad person. I was like, yeah, Ma, because sex makes babies, not love. Right, right. <laughs> like, mm. I said that to her, and it and it made her look at things differently, just those simple words. So that was a turning point in our relationship. Okay, okay. Yeah, so those, yeah, you know, because it's a lot of babies, even some of us, that was not planned. And right. this, this is my way of putting this information out here in the universe to let somebody who, to hear your story and to hear it this particular way because there's so many millions and millions of stories like this but different versions of, of my girl got pregnant, my wife got pregnant. Like it's just, it's just it's just crazy out here, and I wanted to take this story and put it out here in the universe. So now raising the children, how complicated is that? Like, uh, is it complicated, or is everything going well based on your situation? Um, it's definitely complicated because mm-hmm. I produce. Um, children with someone I didn't know. Right. Um, We literally started this from one night and it was like, I wasn't sure if I liked him. Right. Um, 
I was on the rebound and I was lonely. Right. And he liked me, so when I told him I was pregnant, it was more or less, okay, I like you. Let's see what we can do with this. Oh, that was nice. You know, let's. He wanted to do the right thing, so right. we tried to be together, which is just not the order of things. Right, um, that's true. Um, because you're not supposed to get to know someone after you're already reproducing another person. Like, mm, because like now it's, it's too late. Now right. you're producing a child with someone that's going to have qualities that you're not even expect. Like, you mm-hmm. don't realize that you're mixing your DNA with another person's DNA. Right. And that mixture could be anything. It's your time. <laughs> <laughs> it so could right. be anything. So as far as how it is raising them, it is difficult when you're raising children with someone that you don't share the same values as, that you don't have the same background. Um, It it is difficult. And um, we have been raising our children separately for for many years. But, um, yeah, it is different when it comes down to, like, discipline and, how you feel yeah. about what certain things should be allowed because you have different paths. Right. And so so it is difficult. So my advice in that is you definitely should get to know a person completely, like in on their worst day, on their best day, mm-hmm. like to make sure that that's someone that you can deal with for at least 18 years. Right, that's so true. That's what you're setting yourself. Even if y'all break up, that person is still in your life. Right. Ooh, that child. So you have to know what you're signing up for when you want to act like you're in love in that lustful moment. Because it's not love, it's lust. Right, that's true. <laughs> love that's is worth That's so true. And I know so many love people are going to really, so many people are going to truly feel this episode because if this is not dead on I don't know what is and I'm just trying to um, prevent other people down the line to have these um, these feelings because you know I've been there too so I know that and it's, it's not painful but it's complicated it's distracting mentally a mental distraction and you're not totally totally at peace do you agree? Right I do agree, and you yeah. don't want life that the, you don't want life to be your teacher. You want to listen to things like this so that you can prevent it. Because a lot of people will say your path is already written. Well, sure, but people mm-hmm. say, "Portia, this is what was supposed to happen." Maybe that's the case, but I at least could have made it easier on myself. A little, right. You know what I mean? Right. A little uh-huh. easier on myself, and I want to prevent other others from letting life be the teacher because that's just a hard way to go. Yes, it is. Like, it's it's a hard way to go, and and you can make it out of it. I made it out of it, mm-hmm. but it's just it's a really tough road. So if I can it's prevent it. someone from just doing it the hard way. Right. You know? 
Yeah, because that's a hard, that's a hard way, hun. That's a hard way. And some people don't get out. I've had so many men who say, TK, what's your podcast that came out years ago? Yo, it changed my life. And now they stuck for a long time. And it's, it's, it's just, uh, it's just, just painful. The people can't get it together. Like you said, you made it out of it. And you're doing your best. And that's also a good thing as well. So now, as the kids get ready to go to school, as college kids and, and people, because a lot of people need to know how to work out finances and structure. How did you manage that in your journey with the um, baby's dad and the kids? But it seems like to me, for your answer, it seems like to me that even though it didn't work out with you guys, you guys still have one of the greatest situations ever because you're able to co-parent, even though sometimes there may be a problem from the person's ex-wife or girlfriend. It, it seems like you guys can, you don't worry about that because you spend birthdays together, you spend holidays mm-hmm. together, even though mm-hmm. y'all ain't fucked in over 20 years. Right. And I find that fast because most people can't do that. So how do you manage that? How do you work that out? Well, I think that was um, a direct reflection of the fact that we never loved each other. So I don't think it's something that can happen in every situation, but it Mm -hmm. was more or less when we broke up, we really broke up and there was no residual feelings because we tried to force a relationship around children that never should have been. So I think a lot of tension you see in, like, baby mama, baby daddy relationship is because someone still has feelings. That, that's my opinion. Someone, right. someone still is attached. So I think we're able to co-parent and just be cool because we were never attached. Okay. Um, so that's the difference. It wasn't like y'all was in love and you worked it out. It was that y'all were just fucking, and y'all know it, that's what it was. Right. It's, it, it came to the mature decision that, okay, we were not meant to be together as a couple, but right. for whatever reason, we were meant to come together and make these children. So with that being said, we have to put whatever we want aside and do what's best for these children and what's best for these children is us not to pretend every day like we like each other. That's not a good look. <laughs> like uh-huh. we need to separate. Um and and I think my children are happier for it because there was a lot of tension in the household, a lot of fighting. And they right. were really young when we broke up. So they don't even remember us being together, which is another piece of advice I would give people is get out early. Like uh-huh. don't wait to where your children develop memories and stuff, because that also makes it more difficult. Right, right. Um, read the warning signs. If you see early on, even if you got a newborn baby, you know what I mean? If you see early on that it's not going to be, you got to listen to, you got to listen to your first mind. It's usually right. right. Yeah, that is so true. My mother, God bless her, uh, she had three kids before she was 21. Mm-hmm. Back to back, three, mm-hmm. and 
And I remember being around the house and really starting to understand the ages, right? Well, mom was 18 when she had Darren. Me, she had him, you know, she was 19, had my youngest brother when she, he, she was 20. And that's no life. And then my dad was a player, right? So mm-hmm. he wasn't a, he wasn't a player player, but when you're young and you're 20, you're supposed to explore life. Somebody's going to get hurt. You got the woman who's in love, because she don't know no better. She want to love the guy. You have mm-hmm. the guy who still wants to explore, right? Because this is pretty much how men are. Like, I want to fuck this. I want to fuck that. That's just how it goes, right? And mm-hmm. my mother used to always say to me when she was older, that she wished she'd have listened to her mother. I mean, mm-hmm. I can't remember she, she stressed that so much about how she should have listened to her mom. Her life would have been totally, totally different. And, this, and, when, and when we was talking and you shared your story with me, I always say, yo, we got to put that story out because it's just an amazing story. Well, and, and this show reaches over thousands of people. And if I mm-hmm. can just get one, or somebody hears the show and tells somebody else, they'll listen to this episode because I didn't really understand, you know, from time to time how big the CK Kirkland podcast is. But this thing is just really amazing on um, this platform is really amazing to reach people. So that's yeah, the reason. Yeah, if I can why. reach one person, that's enough for, for me. Really, yeah, that's right. That's right. Absolutely. Now, my question is, too, how did you get back to um, having two children? <laughs> um, <laughs> because, and, and it's not to make fun of you. The reason I'm right. asking how did you get two children because this is what happens to the women right, and the guys. They know it's not working, but they still mm-hmm. go and fuck again and have another child. Right? And, and, and nobody's thinking about the counselor. So, because I love the way you communicate. So explain to me how that happens. So how that happens is simply I just had a very active sex life. Okay. <laughs> and okay. Um, I guess, I, okay, yeah, I'm just going to be brutally honest because yeah. that is what this is about. Right. Um, to be brutally honest, um, my second, my my youngest child came into the world because I had terminated a pregnancy right before him. Right. So, because I had got pregnant right after my first child. Right out there fucking. So, now, how long? Before you answer that, when you after you had the first baby, right? How many weeks or months did you get pregnant right after that? So he was he was actually only about ten weeks. Wow. 10, Twelve weeks old. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then I was Can you imagine again. how rough that shit would have been. <laughs> so after you had one after you had one terminated, right? Mm-hmm. How long before the other one came along? Was it a year or two years? Two. Two years. Yeah, they're two years apart. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. All right, that's yeah. not too bad. That's so, not too bad. Woo, baby. Yeah, so 
this is this is all me trying to make it work going back to the way I was raised because I did also want my parents to be proud of me. I didn't want to disappoint them anymore. Okay. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm trying to put on this face of, yes, this is a hat. We even went as far as getting wedding bands to say that we were, like, getting married um, mm-hmm. <laughs> just to make it look good. So in the process of that and we're living together, yeah, we're still having sex. That was never a problem. Mm-hmm. Sex is never the problem in a relationship until it's the problem. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so, yeah. So then when I got pregnant with my younger child, it was basically a decision made where I was like, I'm not going to terminate another pregnancy. Like, I keep making these bad decisions. I have to have this one. Mm-hmm. So that's how two children came about. Okay. Yeah. It's more bad decision making because I was living like a grown person, mm-hmm. but really wasn't ready to be a grown person. Right, and that's the most important thing right there is everybody and their mama trying to be grown before they're taught. And it's so worth the wait, like, and that's what I try to, because you know I have a child about to go to college. And we were talking, and I'm just trying to stress to him how it's just not worth all that could come from it. Like that one mm-hmm. party, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just not worth it. Like I'm trying to instill in him to be, because I sacrificed my entire college career just to have fun. Right. With, with people that I don't even know today. I might know one person from college. You know what I mean? Right. So what What was the point of it all? Um. So yeah, I know I, I'm not telling him not to have fun because again, like you said, you're 20, you should be having fun, right? You be right. Enjoying life, but it's about doing it responsibly. It's about realizing that one mistake or one night where you let your guard down could change the rest of your life. Like, okay. it could. So that's what I want to stress is, yeah, relax, have fun, but just make sure you're doing it responsibly and thinking about the consequences that can come if you don't do it responsibly. Right. So true, dear. So true. crazy. Um, let me just get a couple of shots out in here. Um, ladies and gentlemen, this week, um, if you're in Chicago for Valentine's weekend, and happy Valentine's to you too, by the way. Um, Thank you. Uh, um, Comedy Club Riddles, Comedy Club in Chicago, Illinois. Make sure you get your tickets up to the website at www.riddlecomedyclub, hosted by Damon Williams. Um, tickets are selling fast. Make sure you wear your mask. Don't be able to change. We also want to give a shout-out to Mace Exclusive Design. I have a young lady over there named Erin who is just, just off the chain with my hoodies, ladies and gentlemen, the Who Raised You hoodies. But they also have their own line called Goatness. Um, check out the website. Um, just go to my website and hit the, go to my bio, hit the link, TK Kirkland. And the Who Raised You, they're just going off the chain. And it's just a phenomenal um, situation where um, this is just taking off and 
I'm just truly, truly excited that I got the, the right team. I totally appreciate her and her husband, her family. He has a wonderful spirit, and I always want to show her mad, mad love. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the PKK Podcast. Put the word on the street. Um, we have stories like this all the time. Um, whatever I can do to change your life or make it better, this is what I want to do by sharing people's stories. I tell people all the time, we all have a story and we all are stars. So this is the way the world is, and this is the type of podcast that you take your time to listen. It can truly change your life. And this is what we do. So again, Little Family Club, Five Times Weekend, Chicago, Illinois. Make sure you get your hoodies who raised you. Um, just go to my website, hit the bio, go to go to the bio in my website, hit the link. Uh, t shirts, hoodies, t shirts, all colors, all sizes. We got you. And ready, we want to thank you for your time. Uh, I'm gonna say right now, Tampa Bay and Super Bowl. And to everybody else, we'll see you on the next episode. To all my friends in Japan, the UK, Germany, Australia, California, Jersey City, New Jersey, Washington, Oakland, California, Dallas, Texas, and there's so many more. I want to thank you for your support. Tell everybody I'm about the show, and we'll keep you posted with more information from around the world. Again, thank you for your time, young lady. Appreciate you. Make sure you follow TK Kirkland on Instagram at TK underscore Kirkland. For more information about upcoming events and more, visit www.officialtkkirkland.com. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne the God. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.